Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us. It is your Friday night review. I used to say your uh, your Saturday, your Friday night into Saturday morning, but Rampage has been dancing all around, man. I am excited to talk about it. I feel like it's been a while since I got to talk about Rampage, but who better to do that with than... Double Alex is the AKA crew in the house. But before I even talk to them, I'm going to talk to you guys and tell you to get in your super chats, get in your humper chats at humperchats.com. Join us at twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming and send your bits in that way. Leave a thumbs up on this video. That's the free way to support us. My goodness, I'm giving you so many ways to support us. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're going to be doing some more stuff with that but if you're really looking for bang for your buck and we know you are because we got some bluetooth users out there always looking for some bang for their buck all right subscribe to fightfulselect.com you got not only tonight's rundown but because this was a double episode you get next week's taping rundown too you get news on fight forever you get news on cm punk and the drama but none of the gossipy stuff, just the good stuff, just the meat and potatoes that you're looking for at Fightful Select. So much more contract news coming around the pike. We got a huge spring and summer lineup in professional wrestling. What a great time to be a wrestling fan. And what a great time to be me because I'm joined by a double dose of Alex's tonight. Yeah. Though Pulaski, I'm convinced, is just here to try and steal our viewers before he um... goes over to Fightful Select. And does his sour review, but professional curmudgeon Alex Pulaski, how are you today? Um, uh, okay. I mean, <laughs> just okay. There has just, to be more. Just, uh, just okay. You it's have, nice you to see. Have to join the stream. It's man. not. No, like it's you... nice. To see, no, it's nice to see you guys. That's always a highlight. You know, it's just you know coming out coming out of a uh, SmackDown where uh, it's like, hmm, boy. After the draft, we really don't know what the hell we're doing. Let's throw a whole bunch of the wall and see what sticks. Uh, and so far, to me, not a whole lot is sticking. Uh, something's sticking in my craw. I'll tell well, you that much. Uh, <laughs> you know, because I, I am a professional curmudgeon. But uh, yeah, you, you know, are, I'm all right. You are, I would say, the creme de la creme of curmudgeon. The creme mm -hmm. de curmudgeon, I would mm -hmm. say. Mm -hmm. uh i'm glad that that's why you're feeling just medium and not because this is the second stream you've done with me today because that would have been also no, acceptable no, that, was, answer, that but... was fun yeah <laughs> mr cardoza how we doing over there i am excited as always to be here on another friday night 
with the AKA, even if it's just for a little while before he leaves us. The AKA is still strong. We love it. Is. We love it every single week. We love quickies and we're here. Let's do it. That's what's up. We are the stronghold, the tent pole, I would say, of the Fightful Trios division. So we got that going I on. I love for that. Us. And if you need help with your tent pole, hold on. It's too, it's too early, just like somebody oh, that would need blue chew. Let me tell you. Sorry. But hey, chat, let us I know. I feel what attacked. <laughs> chat let us know if you want to start with rampage or smackdown i'm i'm leaning towards smackdown um for no other reason than pulaski's gonna probably do be doing a watch along but we've got some chats and love already coming in we got ricardo who always has a fun little surname right now it's currently redacted but saying happy birthday kumpa mex chewy to be selfish today Happy birthday, Max Chewy. Always so supportive and wonderful Happy in our birthday. chat. We appreciate you. More Taurus says, Taurus season, guys. It's my season, but some more love <laughs> coming in uh, from Max Chewy. Thank you so much. Happy birthday. It's my birthday, he says. Shout out to the best host, Coño. I think I almost said oh, that. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Not look at terribly. Coño, you got it. Coño. Coño. Yeah. I will leave the rest of the Spanish to Mr. Cardoza on the stream, but shout out to the best chatters. Can I get Darby wishing me and Malachi a happy birthday? I'll throw that over to the master of the impressions wheel, Alex Pulowski. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Mix Chewy and Malachi Black. Happy birthday to you, Brody King. Good. That was good, yeah. That was really good. I honestly almost closed my eyes and I was like, "Where, where?" I thought like, I was. Oh my god! Someone here with a skateboard right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Joel says that we should start by telling them how great in the weeds on fight wow. overbooked is, and I would never do that. I would never, ever do this favor for Joel. I would not tell you to go watch in the weeds mornings on Fightful Overbooked, and I'm certainly not going to put over Mike Skyros, who they had the nerve to book on the show all right it's not okay can you Whatever give us a you time do, that this might not be on that this might not be on um oh god which days is it i get jeremy's schedule whatever it is it's too damn early in the morning that's is it that's, that's what Wednesday, i was asking Fridays, nine to eleven i think nine, but okay, we're not cool. here to plug them don't wow don't go back at those times and watch on fightful overbooked and definitely nope. don't check out that interview with mike skyros don't do don't it do that 10 a.m. noon Eastern time, Monday through Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. 10 a.m. noon. I just know when I don't have a meeting, I'm <laughs> still also not watching it. That's how my Monday wow. starts. But we're gonna start. We're gonna start with SmackDown and get it rocking and rolling. Uh, so let's dive in. Uh, we do get before we get into the show. I do want to mention that uh, they have a nice video package here to Billy Graham, who unfortunately yeah. passed away. Mm -hmm. um, which I, yeah. I thought was well done. I felt like AW probably could have done a better job of not throwing it in as a line of dialogue during a street fight. That felt very mm -hmm. odd, but a loss for mm -hmm. the, the wrestling community, for sure. A nice tribute package here. And, um, you know, as always, just go back and watch old matches. I feel like that's always the, the best way to pay tribute to someone. But certainly one of the most charismatic superstars to ever be in wrestling, Billy Graham, for sure. Some more love that came in. Uh, Kylie asking <laughs> who's banging in bucket. <laughs> Hope you all are well. Thank you so much. 
Ricardo with some here, some love for the all-star lineup, you guys. Well, thank you, some AKA love. But let's dive into SmackDown. Banging and bucking, wow. We, we start off with some, some banging and bucking of its own, really. Some uh, a drama with Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. This is a through line throughout the night, as it normally is. But we open up with Roman Reigns, who was booked and announced properly. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, saying that he was going to bring Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn out there when he inter- as they interrupted, but he demands just two really simple things. Acknowledge him as the tribal chief and just drop the tag title since see yourselves out. That second one seems like a pretty good ask. Uh, they obviously are not going to do that, but Roman kind of switches gears and says he doesn't want to talk to KO, but that's Sami Zayn. The highest and highs and the lowest and lows of his career, but his only regret is wasting as much of his life as he did on Sami Zayn. Zayn counters by saying that he should have hit Reigns with the chair sooner. Uh, everyone has told Roman Reigns his whole life that he's the best. He's gotten everything he wanted, but at Night of Champions, he ain't getting those tag titles because he's just not as good. Mm. Out come the Usos to attack Kevin Owens and Zayn. Reigns isn't happy about that, though. He wanted the Usos to stay backstage. He yells at Jimmy for defying the plan. Um, and we get a little, like, I like so much how Solo Sokoa is playing this. It's just a cold shoulder. The tribal chief takes care of things, right? Mm-hmm. Solo Sokoa is just there to back them up. Um, this is all somewhat predictable, but not necessarily bad. How this unfolds later in the night, I think will be a little bit polarizing. I know how Alex feels about good guys cheating just because it's a return shot. Uh, Pulowski, Alex. But I felt like for an opening segment, this was pretty good. I just feel like I'm kind of tapped out, even when it's good right now on the Bloodline story. Like, it's still just dominating so much of the show. And Kevin Owen and Sami Zayn's whole run has still felt like it was either in support of Matt Riddle or going up against the Usos. I want to move on from this. I'm hoping we do after Night of Champions. Uh, Pulaski, we'll start with your thoughts. Girl, same. That is <laughs> that is my thoughts on this. I just, I, like, the idea of after they built perfectly to the bloodline disintegrating at WrestleMania and then only went through half of it, um and and they decided to keep moving on um uh th- like they they did all the drama they did all the drama building up to it and they're they're now the prescription to go forward is more drama but it's m-o-a-r because that's the meme so like sure. more <laughs> drama um and that's their prescription that's their strategy for smackdown and i feel, feel like i'm kind of drama out uh, unless unless you're gonna do like when you starting the drama here with like Roman yelling at the Usos, the Usos starting to like realize hey, we don't maybe we don't like getting yelled at, and then Solo has to determine whose side he's on, his brothers or his cousin, and like Paul Heyman seems to be getting a little bit more like um, uh, an- anxious about everything. When you start all of that now in middle of May. The latest you can pay all of that off, which includes Roman losing his title, is SummerSlam. 
Mm-hmm. If you start all this now and get all this hype going, and then you just go, just kidding, it's going to be more of the same after after August, all the way through WrestleMania next year. Like, you can't stop and start the drama clock on this faction over and over and over again without getting highly diminishing returns. Mm-hmm. And right now, like, I'm like, okay, if you're actually going to do this, if you're going to blow up the, the, the bloodline for good, fine. But you don't get to like fake that you're going to do it and then back off of doing it like you've done so many times in the past. Yeah, and that is kind of an issue because they said after WrestleMania, they're in like the third inning of this, right? Which means that we are not even halfway through the game, not even close to get up and stretch time. I do appreciate everybody hopping on the acting like a white girl train, even if you're not a white girl like Orion Bet is over here. But uh, Mr. Cardoza, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, I don't, you know, we've, we've spoken about this for the last couple weeks, you know, where things are going after these storylines kind of like, not fizzled off, but kind of just like ended, like, what are they, you know, and I think Alex pretty much put into perspective the drama of things. They're trying to build drama on every turn, every little bit that they are on TV. It's all about drama. I mean, is it working? Do you guys feel like it's, it's that that's the way it needs to go? I feel like it would work if the if it was appropriately paced. Like yeah. I'm in on the moments where things happen. It just doesn't feel like those moments where things happen happen that often. And right. the product is hurt by Roman not being around. Um, because it feels the good thing is I feel like when Roman is there, it means something's going on. Like the weight of your double champion being there does mean something in that regard. But it's just not that often that he's there. So it, it's kind of a, a rough one for me. Yeah, the, yeah, same here. That's why I'm just like, I don't know. The stories just haven't hit as hard as what they used to before. And now they're just trying to like catch lightning in a bottle of what's left from that huge spark that hit when it was, you know, with Sami Zayn and, and the bloodline and all that. So it's just, I know they're trying to break it down into different levels, but I don't know. It's just not hitting as hard right now. I honestly, too, not to like retread water, but even if you had just split the titles from Roman right now, that means he's vulnerable. And I feel like all of this is a little bit more justified because he's only got now now he's only got one title that he's holding on to. Like that's not only does that solve your dual title problem, but now they've reintroduced a third one. And might be putting out on a guy who's going away to film Captain America, which is hysterical. I think he'll be around more. But very funny that we just keep crowning champions that leave to me. Um, I, I feel like it's so much more interesting from Roman's perspective if he lost one of these titles. Because now, like a maniac, he just has this one thing. And the Usos having lost their title feels like, oh my god, we're losing everything. We're bleeding yeah. out. Um, however, that is not the direction that they went and that, that will make me sad for a long time. Do you think they're going to put these to... titles together or what? Like everyone's walking around with like seven no. titles now, no. titles no. that don't belong in brands. Like, I don't understand what's happening here with all that. Sorry, Alex. I just hit a, I just hit a, no, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's fine. This the whole, the whole tag, the whole women's tag team thing. One pair of tag team uh, titles is cursed. The other one shouldn't be here unless you're, <laughs> you're immediately right. me- melding it with the other set of cursed tag team titles. It's weird that the cursed tag team titles aren't the ones being held by the actual witches. Yeah. Okay. Well, you think the cursed one should be held by the witches, but I want to, I want to bring some attention real quick to this. Oof. 
Sami Zayn going, you're not going to beat us at Bloodline because we're better than you. Dude, you're not better than the Judgment Day. You lost on Monday. You got pinned. Like, this is why I hate when they book crap like that because they're just going to turn around and have the guys who got pinned on Monday cut a promo about how they're the best tag team in the world on Friday. Mm. And that can't be true because you just fucking lost on Monday. Oof. Like, don't do that. Don't do that to them by booking them to lose that non-title match by getting pinned. Don't do that if you're then going to script a promo for them that has them call themselves the best tag team in the world and ask us to believe them when they tell a lie. That's bad. Don't do that. They also... Because they just had a draft and didn't really split the rosters, like that makes it even worse because it feels like they think people who watch on Mondays don't also watch Fridays. But A, you should hope that they do. And B, you didn't actually really split the title. So you kind of can't assume any of that. But sorry, I just went down a crazy. No, you're fine. Just bringing all this up. I saw Alex's blood pressure rise, I saw his face (laughs) turn red, and I was like, Oh, what did I do? Well, no, you see, you see, this is how you got to know your teammates. You got to push the right buttons to get the rants out. And that's no, you're right. Thing. There you go. Hey, I'm a professional broadcaster. And he's AKA. a professional curmudgeon. So that's we got true. it. Yeah. yeah, we got this. Isaac, I'm going to say shooter. I hope that uh, I pronounced that right. Apologies if I did not say. I think tonight's show was a great solid story progression. Triple H cooked tonight. And when do you guys think Bray Wyatt returns? Oh, Jesus. Um, I'm not going to speculate on that because he's out due to illness. So that that when it's illness or injury, that just always makes me kind of feel icky about speculating um, for return. I, I He's one of their biggest draws and they spent a lot of money on him. I'm sure he'll return as soon as he's kind sure. of cleared to and there's a, a program that makes sense for him to jump back into. But just uh, best best hoping and wishes what i will throw speculation on so you feel hopefully like you got your money's worth with your generous donation um i will throw it to my alex's who do you think maybe assuming he's coming back sooner than later who would you like to see bray wyatt feud with or do you just want him to jump into him versus himself with uncle howdy here oh man i think the uncle howdy thing is um it's done I don't know. You can pick it back up. Like I'm sorry, so, Mo. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like it's 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 either you have to. I I wouldn't mind seeing him do a thing where he recruits some people, like the Wyatt Six. We were gonna get. I don't know if, if it's got to be the right. Oh, each one represents a puppet, or it's got to <laughs> be these ones that they were hinted at before. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing him actually like feud with some people. And at the end of feuding with them, once he beats them, they join him. Right. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing... And you could just do that for, like, a year. Yeah. And and at that point, after he's been recruiting his army, then he's a very powerful force. That way, you don't have to, he doesn't have to be anywhere near any titles. He doesn't actually have to be, like, um, doing weird, you know, glow-in-the-dark matches. He just <laughs> picks a guy out, uh, like, drives him so, sl- slowly insane beats him in a match, and that dude is subsumed into the Wyatt Conclave. I think, it, I think you can do something like that that, that makes it interesting of who's he going to pick next kind of a thing. And Wyatt never being drafted, I think he should be able to float. Maybe he goes to Raw to pick a guy out, and then he goes yeah. to SmackDown, and everybody should be worried that they're next. 
Right. You know what I, I mean? love that. Yeah, yeah. that but that part of it. Especially I don't think they're going to do that, though. I think they're going to have him pick out somebody who can't afford to take a loss. And then that person's going to take a loss in a Mountain Dew Code Red match where everything's <sighs> all the lights are red. Well, we already we know Dew. they already have the equipment for a Code Red match. They've got the red they, lights. They the do. red cage, know, too. We know that. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. Cardoza, any thoughts on who you would like to see him in a feud with? It's so hard because what we what all these fantasy bookings that we created when we knew he was coming back and he was back have just gone out the door. There's just what do we do with him? I don't think the writers know what to do. I don't think that there's any creative um, thoughts being put into it just because he's very he, he this is his character. So he knows where he wants to take it. And if there is a, a complete like dead end between what they're saying to him and what they want to do with the character, what he wants to do with the character. What, where, where are we going with it? And that's where I felt like that, that Mountain Dew clear Pepsi match that they had that. <laughs> the monster mini golf. Yeah. That one. The, that... Yeah. The disco bowling. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Mountain that one. Clear Pepsi is that... something I have not heard about or thought about <laughs> since 1993. And it all came crashing back. Oh, yeah, that, I, I don't I don't I, I have zero idea. And I honestly thought that maybe a killer cross match would have been cool. Spooky match between them mm-hmm. two. Anything with the judgment day would have been cool. There was a lot of things that we talked about on the show for several weeks and months. And look where we're at right now. It's just right. sucks, man. Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of on the other side of it where I feel like spooky plus spooky is not good. Oh, really? Um, okay, I'm sorry. Do you know what I have to apologize? We're allowed to have different opinions despite what no, the I got you told me. I'm reading the script. <laughs> you have to agree with me, or you're it's off true. the show. Part of so. the stipulation of being on this post show was that as soon as Sean was like, I'm not really doing Fridays anymore, I was like, I'm taking over. Okay, yeah. Kate's creative control. And Sean but... told me, you better agree, brother. Yeah, that's exactly it. But yeah, yeah, Sean definitely makes all of us think the way he does. That's how I got in this position. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> we will move along a little bit though as uh louise makes me sad by pulling up our women's tag mm. title stats which we will get to later in the day but before we get there we got a men's tag match with the in-ring debut of pretty deadly and the brawling brutes this was short but probably more fun than it had any right to be one thing that i love seeing um we get pretty deadly this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. With the win here, by the way, with yes. the split milk on Ridge Hollands, I just... Pete Butch done, whatever you want to call him. Like, I feel like a lot of times when you talk about guys who are technical and methodical, the assumption is that they work really slow. And a lot of times that's true. Not this guy, man. Sometimes yeah. he comes in with these flurries of offense like we got today with German suplexes and the Zaguri's in the corner and the X-Plex on Kit. Like, he's so good at showcasing how great he is technically with the pacing of his matches. And we saw some of that tonight. This was what I think we assumed it was going to be. This is what it should be for a debuting tag team. A fun offset personality-wise here, I think, with a, a more serious uh, Pete Dunn and the silliness of Elton and Kit. Uh, the yes boys, pretty deadly. Pulaski, what do you think of this? Why are they cooks? Why wouldn't they be cooks? Why, <laughs> why are they chefs? Why, on top of everything else, why are they also chefs? That just felt like it was like a, literally a hat on a hat. And I because they're there I to feel like cook that's in much. the ring, baby. Let's go. I suppose. I suppose. Um, good for pretty deadly. Um, if you've seen the spoilers for who they become the stooges for going forward, God, I'm gonna hate all of that. Cause I really liked what Pretty Deadly did tonight, and I'm gonna hate their act going forward for who they're gonna be stooges for. I'm not gonna oh, spoil man. it, but it's on it's on Fightful Select. And, oh, man, am I going to hate that act. But if you also want to know what else I hated, Oof. come over to Fightful Select because I'm going to start over there, too, because there's a lot of stuff I hated about tonight. Um, but anyway, have fun, you two. AKA because they're a snack. For, for life. Later. <laughs> we need to, like, create gang signs for AKA. Um. Yeah, yes. Uh, he, as a, <laughs> he is called Sour Graps. Uh, you could go catch it on Fightful Select and his title said professional curmudgeon. So if you were expecting it to be a unbelievable, feat, uh, that's not what you're going to get from him. But always base criticism. He usually will tell you what he would rather have happen. And it's always about the creative, not the talent. So just if that's your vibe, go for it. Word. Uh, on Fightful Select, where you can also catch the spoiler that Alex was talking about. But what did you think of Pretty Deadly's debut? Um, Sorry. Yeah. I, oh, I, I, know, I, I'm, I'm, so I'm, I love these quirky characters that they, that they sometimes sprinkle into the world and I enjoy them. I, I love the way that they won, the way that they use the, you know, a little bit of the LWO tactics to, to win that match there. If, you know, if anybody has watched any old school wrestling, that's, the way we used to do things with uh, Mr. Guerrero and all them. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know how serious we can take them for the long run. 
um unless they become like super heelish and just like you know start doing like really bad things to people but kind of in that character that they are but i'm gonna enjoy it i'm gonna enjoy it i'm not gonna think negatively i'm not gonna like say anything bad you know because sometimes i tend to like not think ahead i get lost in the moment right now so it's very easy because sometimes we see patterns of booking, right? Yeah. So you get negative about creative that you haven't seen yet. Um, I try not to judge creative I haven't seen yet, but sometimes it's hard because things can get really yeah. So I get where you are coming from with that, but Pretty Deadly is a team that's been in NXT. I cover NXT with the other Alex, who was just on here under the Sour Graphs brand, so it is very critical. However, um, Pretty Deadly is, is a really great team, and they... Yes. They had to do a little bit of finding how that was going to work. NXT is a very wacky little wrestling world. And they did a lot of really great work and also kind of found how they function as characters. Sure. Some of it is very silly, but they are always great in the ring. And a lot of their shenanigans are, are frequently justified. So um, if it seems a little out there for you in the beginning, give it some breathing room. Because sure. they are yeah. really, really good in this role. But we shall keep the train rolling we do have some more chats that uh came in one from ricardo saying kate how was your birthday did you indulge yourself my birthday was sunday thank you so much yes happy Um, birthday again thank you i went i saw my parents and i went to the farm and then this week for work we ended up having a work event that was at the beach so i got to spend a little wow look at you i know just exploring all of the ecosystems where'd you go bear what is it bear mar whatever it's called i forget no no no. it was all the way down in cape may actually yeah we had a work off look at you guys i know why don't you just take the ferry and head over to delaware and just spend the day there i love del i used to love delaware not anymore but yeah yeah it um that's actually where the company was originally based so oh nice yeah so good yeah it was i had a lovely birthday i got to spend it with some people i love and got some much needed r&r and now after this week i need r&r again so i'm looking yeah. forward to yeah, the weekend. Yeah. but thank you for the kind words and for asking uh we got another chat that is perfect to segue us into oscar and selena vega who gives a Word. nice uh promo up here saying that uh you know Everything that happened in Puerto Rico meant so much to her, and she is still kind of flying high off of it. However, that did not last long, and it does bring me to something that is disappointing here. We we get Asuka winning with the scissored armbar, which is fantastic. Um, she refuses to let go of it until Bianca Belair comes out to make the save. Asuka grabs her from the floor and spits mist, barely connecting with the champ. Yeah, yeah. Um... We do have this match, and later we get a tag match that's basically a squash. And on Raw, we had three minutes and 42 seconds of women's wrestling. We mm-hmm. also had more segments, so that is important to give other screen time. In the five hours of wrestling, though, that we had between Monday Night Raw and SmackDown tonight, the same complaints that I would have about the AEW women's division that everybody <laughs> told me was about the AEW women's division because it's AEW actually not true because this pisses me off too why do we have like 10 minutes of wrestling or less for women on five hours of programming now nxt i must say as frequently bad and frequently really bad as some of the stories can be down there screen time wise for women and some of the women's talent that they have down there 
they're actually doing a pretty damn good job. But it annoys the hell out of me. When you have this draft, you still haven't clarified what women's title is on what show. I'm guessing we're going to get that after the pay-per-view. It's egregious that we don't know why the Raw Women's Smackdown or the Raw Women's Champion is on SmackDown and vice versa. And they've just never acknowledged it. And we have less than 10 minutes of women's wrestling, I'm going to say. This is trash. Like, do a better job. You have such talented women's rosters. You just called up a new, like, infusion of women's wrestling from NXT. You have a chance to reset everything with these new rosters. What do you have for Rhea Ripley? Natalia, who was drafted to SmackDown, showing up on Raw. Yeah. They could have made her a free agent because apparently free agents just float in between. Um, this is just wildly frustrating to me as a fan of, of wrestling in general and women's wrestling. I want to see real matches. In both cases, I will say tonight, the idea of a squash kind of made sense. You want the NXT Tag Champions to look dominant in their debut. You also want Asuka, as much as I love Zelina Vega, if we're going to buy into Asuka and Bianca again and they're actually going to try and tell a story... Squashing Zelina kind of makes sense here. I would like Zelina to look a little bit stronger. Um, However, like, they just got to figure out a better way to maximize screen time for women. Because this ain't it. This ain't it. Ten minutes of women's wrestling in five hours just ain't it. So, um, anyway, I am very happy to see Asuka being prominently featured, however. She's great. Bianca and Asuka had a great match at WrestleMania and building out an actual story here would be very nice. Any thoughts on this match and the post-match that we got? Uh, no, I mean, I just hope that they don't continue to lean on on the backlash events and stuff like that. Because at some point it does kind of seem like it's, you know, getting a little bit redundant, just continuing to, oh, what a great, what a great, what a great. Like that, that was, it was, it really was. But at some point, you got to kind of like move on and and continue to grow this character that you're putting in front of us. You're really putting a lot of time into the uh, Latinos on on WWE right now. So how can we now take her character and move it up? You know what I'm saying? Like, how can we advance her and and perhaps use those things like, you know, the backlash as something that we can talk about later on, not just continue to use it as a crutch every freaking week on a promo. You know sure. what I'm saying? Um, other than that, uh, I just hope that they really do give Selena her time um, and put it on some meaningful matches and see where we can go with her and perhaps make her a contender. Sure. She's good in the ring, man. So why not? And then the, this whole thing with the women that you're talking about, I, we're going back to a couple months ago. We, we, we were we were both complaining about this like what is you know like i don't understand there's a lot of women on the roster and stories that you can tell galore i mean you could literally build your own one hour show off the women that you have you know and they just got drafted to these brands make them feel like a big deal uh, yeah no man it's i don't understand they can work just as good as the men sure i don't understand what's happening Matthew Plus chiming in as a delight, as always, saying, would argue <clears throat> Katie, it's Kate, my full name's Kate, shouldn't be championing for more screen time for women. We'd all be better off with less of her. Listen, Matthew wow. Plus, all right, Matthew Midas, thank you for your money. And if you keep that up, 
I'm going to uh, have people hack your account. And I don't mean your YouTube account, but I have some information that I could release to the public. Okay. Yeah. And people are going to be stealing your hotel discounts. That's all I'm going to say. That's all but I'm going to say. But That's if you it. don't want people taking your hotel discounts, go get Nord VP. <laughs> You know what? You raise a good point, sir. You raise a very good point. And that you do need a little extra security if you're going to send in snarky little chats like that because there are hosts over here who are going to do something about it, all right? You need a little extra security. You need a little extra help. And our friends at NordVPN, who you were just talking about, they're the perfect ones. They're the perfect people to help you out with your internet security. NordVPN.com slash Fightful makes my browsing experience better. Way better than yours if you don't use it. Why? Because I can block online trackers. I can block annoying pop-up ads and malware. I can browse safely, securely, wherever I am, even if I'm right here on all my devices. This laptop, actually this is a desktop. What, what am I saying? But this laptop right here, this phone right here, that router over there, the TV over there, all with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can also save on pay-per-views. Maybe you want to check out AEW without commercials. Maybe you miss the old WWE Network. Maybe you want to buy a big UFC pay-per-view with an overseas service at a much more affordable rate. NordVPN.com slash Fightful not only has you covered, but when you get one of their plans, you're effectively going to save yourself money. And I'm going to save you some more. Four months free on top of that deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I, 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 do I now count as the king of, of Segway? No, no, no. No, yeah. you got, listen. Okay. I don't you're, do, listen, you're the, you're the queen here who reads all the stuff. I'm just following along, so. <laughs> you are great, but I've, I put in a lot of work on the sub, on the Segway front. I was at Subway front, all right? It's about drive. You're and hungry. it's about power. And it's about, our backgrounds being back and me forgetting that Pulaski <laughs> started the show with us, but we've got a lot more show guys get in your super chats and get in your humper chats. We appreciate your support so much. Even when it's from pesky people like Matthew plus is actually a pretty all right person. Orion Ben saying mirror Alex. Why aren't WWE selling LWO chanclas? I don't know. They sure talking a lot about it. They sure have Michael Cole be the, 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 Bear of Chunkla news now all of a sudden. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about, Michael Cole? Like, whatever, dude. You know, I should start selling yeah. them, but I don't want to get another cease and desist. That's right. That's right. You will. They'll come after you. They don't want you eating into their profits. But we move along to the Grayson Waller effect over here. Yeah. Grayson Waller, another NXT call up who is with AJ Styles. Here's a weird thing to do. Um, if somebody has a title match that might get them drafted to Raw, setting up two feuds with other people is a little bit weird. Um, it kind of feels like you telegraphed AJ losing. I think AJ's going to lose anyway. However, kind of set up a, two feuds. Uh, you got Karrion Cross with the tarot card later, and you also have Grayson Waller here. Now, this is something that they did in NXT already. Um, I think that... Uh, it's a, this is a good way to introduce him to the, the roster. It kind of, you can stave off his in-ring debut a little bit, but uh, an effective enough segment here. Grayson Waller calls 
AJ Styles, a first ballot Hall of Famer, which I like, kind of put in the face over here. But he does talk about how he thinks Seth Rollins is going to win, and they kind of square up and draw at each other here. Um, I, I think this was a good introduction to LA Knight. Now, most of my or to LA Knight, yeah, we'll talk about him in a minute. To Grayson Waller, my complaints <laughs> about Grayson Waller and NXT were more that they scripted him to lie to us all the time. They think felt like he was coming across as a chicken shit heel, but what was actually happening was he was losing constantly and telling us how he was the best ever. And it didn't come across as a um, confidence thing. It came across as a misrepresented thing. But mm -hmm. good stuff from the Grayson Waller effect here. What were your thoughts? Um, I don't know. Like, I guess because I did watch him on NXT, I kind of, I was already accustomed to, you know, who he was and, and, the storylines that he was building on there and his snarkiness, right? And mm -hmm. just overall the character, which was really cool to see. Um, I, I don't think if anyone were to be turning it on, you know, for the first time to watch him for the first time, I don't think it, I, I, I think people would be confused. Like, why is he calling out AJ? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe build a little bit more. With, they probably with should past. have referenced that next yeah. between the two. Yeah. So um, that would have um, made more sense for sure. I, I I love who he is. I love how snarky he gets. Uh, did, did not like that shot at my boy Austin, uh, Mike Room. When you know, like, hey, listen <laughs> up and take some notes. That wasn't that wasn't very nice. Kind of not a very him, nice guy. This, this no, I kind of texted him and said you should go punch him in the D. Yeah, just for being mean like that to you. Go um, punch him in his Aussie. You yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, but and um, but I do think. Can I tell you? I do think that. If they do him right, he could really explode on the scene. But I also thought about that about Killer Cross. So I'm just going to hold off there a little bit. <sighs> yeah. Uh, and Depends what they do with them, right? Yeah. Like some of it's just out of their control. Matthew Plus. Oh, wait going in hot. Saying, I'll admit that was a good segue for a Marine. <sighs> Thanks for Listen. the money. Thank you for my 25 cents today. <laughs> 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 the funny thing is that Kate sends me that in in nickels <laughs> through I the do. mail, by the way. I she doesn't do even Venmo me. Mm -hmm. She literally puts a nickel in an envelope. That's it. And it's not even like in a roll of them. Like we don't wait that no. long. You're like, oh, what a and nice she, organized note. And she writes nickels. she writes the address wrong just to send it back to her. That's right. Yeah, they come back to me. It says it says four super chats with the number four. Love it. That's what we do here. Moving along, um, we have the Karrion Cross promo as well about him facing AJ next week. Whew, they got work to do to make Karrion Cross feel important, man. Like Super. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. But we get the Street Profits versus Rick Boogs and LA Knight with a post-match that I can only say was a relief by the way it unfolded here. Uh, LA Knight's uh turns on boogs it's the bft after but before that we have the street profits winning with pinfall nothing makes me happier than like a montez ford frog splash man he is unbelievable with those fantastic in the ring street profits continuing to look strong they were drafted high they're picking up some wins here works for me la night they got to figure out something to do with them. And I don't think a feud with Rick Boogs is the way to go. Unfortunately, like he seems super charismatic and a lot of fun. And Rick Boogs and NXT did some really fun stuff. But so far on the main roster, it just feels like 
he's mostly like, here's a gorilla press because that's kind of all he's got in the ring. And I don't know, this like juiced up version of him feeling like, I don't want to say he's juiced up because that like implies that he is, but he definitely looks like he ate Jeff Cobb to me. Like he came back <laughs> looking so whoa, good for him. Not that he was a slouch before, but I don't know. This just isn't it to me. I really feel like LA Knight should be in a mid-card title picture. Like it, they, he's so over with the crowd and it feels kind of wasted on this, but better than being in a full-on tag team with Rick Boogs, I will say that. Your thoughts on the match and the post-match here? Yeah, I don't know what the... That's another one. What is This is like a really reoccurring trend tonight. I don't understand what's happening here and I don't want to feel like that. I want to feel like every time I we talk about a match... It's leading to something else, and I'm excited for it. But this is another one. Like, okay, cool. Like, where are we taking LA Knight? Why are he? Why is, is he in these meaningless matches right now? Like, it does. It's not really advancing anything. Is it gonna take him somewhere? No, because it, it's you're not showing that he's gonna go somewhere. So he did um, such awesome work with Bray Wyatt, and it feels like ever since yeah, then they just kind of like pushed him off. Amazing cliff. on that clear Pepsi match. It was just one of a kind. <laughs> and I think I think they got so um I'll be honest, maybe didn't maybe just there was no synergy there. That's why they ended that so quickly with the Bray Wyatt deal. But I could have felt like they could have gotten a lot more. I, I think well, they, uh, uh, right he, off he the in ring so long that it just like it yes that's yes right yeah it yeah. felt like it was going on too long and then somehow like wasn't really enough at the same time Matthew Plus finally saying something nice in these oh. parts all right should have called him Boogsy Nights even if just for one night they absolutely should have done that and I think creative should happen based on things that pop me and me alone so they should have done it because it would have popped me. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do. I, I hope that everything starts turning around in in the world of WWE with, when it comes to the storytelling. Because I'm I just feel a little lost, and I don't want to talk like that. I want to be happy and talk oh, about cool. where they're going. I think well, it'll be interesting to see what happens after the pay per view because now it's like you have your drafted rosters, you have the pay per view cleared, you're building toward a bigger one, and you got Money in the Bank and SummerSlam coming down the pike, right? So yeah. there's a lot there, but. Feels like Cody never got to finish the story. The Usos and Kevin Owens, I would like them to end the damn story already. It feels like it was already finished and it's still going on. We've got some work to do here on SmackDown. But one thing that I'm excited about is Cameron Grimes because he's going to the moon, Alex. He says being in SmackDown feels living like a dream. Made a big splash on Baron Corbin in one of the fastest matches ever. I'm still lobbying for this to become a situation where Baron Corbin is his heavy. I think the personality combo right there could be so much fun. Any thoughts on this Cameron Grimes uh, interview backstage here? No, I'm, I'm I'm not really hip to like a lot of of his background. Just a, a few things that I saw on NXT. So um, I'm excited to see what they're gonna and and it's cool to see a brand new, fresh perspective on SmackDown with all these new characters coming in and all these new people from from uh nxt so it feels fresh and it feels alive right so i'm hoping that they they do right by cameron and glad he wasn't uncle howdy as my for several reasons cameron Grimes <laughs> is great if you're not familiar with him from nxt he's fantastic huge personality and can do comedic stuff like you're kind of getting a taste of here but he's also delivered some incredibly sincere promos that were fantastic as well uh he was in limbo for like six months i'm so glad yeah. 
they have made him a priority here on SmackDown. So good stuff. Then we move along to <clears throat> Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, or Isla Dawn, as Michael Cole accidentally called her the first week. Still pops me. Uh, versus Valentina Royce and Ulisa Leone, um, who was injured. And glad to see her back. She was injured for, for months. So nice to see that she is cleared and okay here. Let's talk some women's tag team stats. Uh, because Luis is kind enough to mm. dig them out. Your main roster title reigns were the Kabuki Warriors at 171 days, Carmella and Zelina at 132 days, Tamina and Italia at 129 days, the Iconics at 120 days, um, Damage Control at, uh, oh, I'm sorry, the Iconics at 120 days, also 5 and 13 days, Damage Control at 114 days and 49 days, Nia and Shayna at 113 days and 7 and 11 days. The Golden Roll Models at 86 wow. and 49 days. And we'll stop right there because it gets sadder. NXT, even worse shape, man. <laughs> you got Alba and Isla, uh, who are here now. The TikTok tag team, which was Caden and Katana, who you saw last week at 186 days. Toxic Attraction, probably the best booked ones at 158 and 91 days. Eo and Zoe at 112 days. The Way at 63 days. Fallon Henley and Kiata James, who we have our own nicknames for, and Horse Girl Corn Porn Account at 56 days. <laughs> That's rough. Ember and Shotzi, your first ever ones at 55 days. Alba and Isla at 49 plus days, which are your current champions. Jade and Roxanne, your ninth longest ranking tag team champions. Two weeks! Jesus. Roxanne by herself at number 10 is not the shortest amount of time that someone has held these titles. Roxanne Perez held them on her own for seven days. Uh, Raquel and Dakota Kai held them for three days and also 45 minutes. Wow. They do not know how to book women's tag team wrestling. I'm sorry to say that but it is true we get a squash here from alba fire and isla dawn versus these two smackdown has more nxt women's tag teams than nxt does at the moment but good enough here they win with a pinfall a double reverse sto raquel is interviewed backstage shortly after this shouting out Liv morgan and says she's not replaceable uh they had to relinquish because of Liv morgan's injury unfortunately those are the cursed tag titles that Alex Pulowski was referring to before. Damage Control come along, and Bailey says if she can find someone to replace that idiot Liv, she and Io will be waiting for them next week. Uh, Dakota Kai also injured here. Um, merge the titles. Yeah. You can't book one, much less two. Merge the titles, put some effort behind it. This is really rough that all of the women's titles right now are just all over the place. Your NXT ones are on SmackDown. Your Raw Women's Champion is on SmackDown. Your SmackDown Women's Champion is on Raw. And your floating women's tag titles are relinquished. This is bad. This is not well booked. Uh, your thoughts on everything I've just said. It's, if I can curse here, it's a complete shit show right now. It is. Um, it's you know we've said this before on, on fred with freddie they don't care for tag team wrestling as much right they just because it's not a got, priority there and they got to pay two people instead of one correct uh so 
I don't know why they let this go so far. I don't know if there's a someone in the back end who works and, you know, a continuity person who says, hey, this doesn't make sense or we're doing this wrong. I, I don't think there's someone back there taking a look at what we're looking at and saying, let's fix this. Let's make it better. Right. Because we're not talking about having hours on end of women's wrestling to take over everything. Right. We're talking about making these stats make sense and having these tag team titles do something to elevate these women. Because right now is it's just we're giving away belts, we're letting go of belts, we don't know what's happening. People are injured, people are not injured. It's uh it's bad. I can't keep up with it. It's crazy. It's not great. Uh, Matthew Plus said, Katie, make live, make like live and vacate your hosting duty. I'll tell you what. Wow. I would do that if Liv Morgan wanted to sit in for me. If Liv wanted to host this show, I would let her. I think um, that would be great. So Liv Morgan, if you're watching and you want to host, I'll relinquish my post. She you. has time, doesn't she? I guess so, yeah. So we'll see. But Orion Ben also um, pointing out that the real number one contenders appeared later on this show. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a little bit like it's just very, 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 very directionless. Very, 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 very directionless. I'll yeah. put it that way. Uh, we move along to an Austin Theory promo, which feels like Chad GBT wrote it, to be honest. Yeah, like, there's dude. just nothing great on this for me. This this hasn't been for me. I do like that he um, says that he wasn't in the... Uh, tournament because Seth Rollins would lose to him. Like, I, I appreciate that they called back to that at least, but the rest of this, him being like, me and Seamus she both beat John Cena, like, this just isn't very, very good. But we do get a big ass bro kick from Seamus, which is always, 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 always fun to see. Not necessarily what I need from Seamus. It, it really feels like. I don't know. I feel like it's unresolved. He's got to be the IC title holder. I can be patient and wait for my rematch, but he deserves that Grand Slam championship. But him being in the U.S. title picture, I'm like, no, he should be going after that other one. Yeah. Um, but I just, I don't know. I'm having trouble investing in Austin Theory. A lot of people aren't. A lot of people really like Austin Theory, and that's awesome. I have no problems with him in the ring. I think he's really, really, really good in the ring. Um, but I just... And these promos, it just feels extremely generic for me. What are your thoughts? Same. Um, you know, there was a, a point before where it felt like he was reading off off screen with his promos. He wasn't like it didn't look very natural. Um, it, obviously, that's changed. He looks very good now out there. And, you know, but. He's another one. Where are we going? What are we doing? We got Seamus come out and destroy you. So does this mean that we're putting Sheamus in there against him? Like, what are we doing? Are we giving Sheamus now the U U.S. title and not putting him up against anyone else that we want him to fight and win? <laughs> you know, like, I don't understand. Like, I, I feel bad for, for Theory because he's another one that has just been now floating around with this title. Meaningless arguments, fights, and promos. Well, it always seems to be like, 
I feel bad. Am I, I feel negative I... today. Why am I like this today? Well, I just it wasn't very good. Like, Damn it, it. it. Unfortunately, some of the creative just isn't very good here. But I do feel like the disconnect of Austin Theory being like, you're a believer now because I'm so yeah. good, but constantly winning with cheap shots, it doesn't, is incompatible. Like those two things can't be the same. Now, Seamus winning presents a lot of really interesting possibilities. And I think it could give Austin Theory some breathing room to maybe hopefully go figure out some more things because I don't know if this has been the strongest strain of his life. But I don't know if they run it till SummerSlam, I think Seamus probably goes over. I think that's a really good call because I think Seamus deserves it. Like, I, I think that he is one of those guys who for years they've missed on like how good he can make other people look and he could do some really good work with that title. I also like that he's working face right now. And when you have a heel at the top, it's nice to have a face in your mid-card titles because it just has a little more balance to the show. When you have heel on heel, your baby faces on the roster are going to get spread very thin and your heels are not going to have a lot of opportunity outside of the ones that are holding your titles, right? So um, that just for me, I, I appreciate that balance. Like I like that um, in AEW, we have Wardlow as a face and MJF as a heel, right? There's a there's a super baby face and a super heel over there doing their work. So there's a little bit more level of a playing ground for the rest of the roster. But that's just a me thing. Yeah, I, I honestly thought that they were going to push him, you know, to for the IC title or something like that, you know. But if this is the way that they're going to go and what I mean, it'll elevate the U.S. title. You know, Sheamus is a great contender, someone that could run around with the title, maybe have Drew come back and they like want to fight over. I don't know, whatever sure. the case may be, you know, and eventually one of them will turn again, you know, the big, big show syndrome. And we, we see we see where we where we take it. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. I just feel bad. I just feel like there's been I've been like really excited about. Oh, yeah. Theories out there. But then I'm like, oh, wait a second. But where's this going? I feel it, bad because I'm over analyzing and I don't want to You're do not over analyzing. I want to sit and enjoy. I, I know can't. you do. But it's also like realistically, you're not going out of your way to be negative. It just feels like there's not anything to sink your teeth into. Yeah. And hopefully that changes with the draft and after this next pay-per-view. It feels like a lot yes. has gotten gummed up over the past month. But if you want something to be positive about, Santos Escobar is just the coolest badass on the him. face of the earth, man. This guy is so great. I was rooting for this guy. Not rooting, but like booing in support of because he was a heel in NXT and doing such amazing work there. I had hesitations about him turning face just because he's such an effective heel. But man, oh man, is that guy over as a face? And can he be a face just as well as he can be a heel? I am loving this. Luis mentioned that something, I forget, I think it was, I can't remember if he said it was Santos or Ray who, who said that it was going to be a bueno chinga. Which yeah. is ass whooping in Spanish. Buena yeah. chinga. Cruz tells Ray and Santos to bring a buena chinga. A good ass whooping to the Usos. We get some Usos and Heyman drama, which this I actually really liked. Heyman being like, you just don't know how hard it is to be the yeah, title chief. This killed me. Victim. Oh my gosh. Just like, it's so hard to be the tribal chief. You guys don't even know. Like, killed me. It felt like such a... um self-pitying like i'm it's so hard being a supermodel because i'm so hot people won't talk to me they're so intimidated by how pretty i am like it felt that vibe to me <laughs> and i ate it up i loved it loved it loved it um he says that it's all under control but the and the tribal chief forgives both of them uh but when jimmy asked uh 
when Jimmy asks, he grabs his hand. Sorry, I can't read my own notes. Uh, and says Roman won't be out there tonight. It's fine. The LWO, they've got this. The Usos are unhappy about this. I like this because Roman Reigns has consistently not been there for them. And he didn't want the Usos' help tonight. Like, there is a full-on wedge between yeah. the two. Match is great. I'm going to cut to the end. We could talk about it in a little bit. But Kevin Owens comes down. Sami Zayn pushes Jimmy off the top rope. And Ray takes advantage. Tag is made. 619. Senton to Jay. Santos off the top. We're going home. This is great. Um, now, if Alex Pulowski were here, he'd be having a fit. And I can't say he's wrong. Wow. I always rip my headphones out of my own ears. You're having <laughs> it for him. <laughs> I am having it for him. He would say just because a bad guy does something to you as the good guy doesn't mean you get a return shots. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it because this has been going on so damn long. And the Usos, um, like it feels, I don't know. It, it felt fine to me tonight that Sammy and KO, because it's like, at some point you've had enough of this shit, right? right. Like at some point you kind of got to do something like this here. LWO wasn't going to go over clean. I would love for them to, but at the same, same time, they're advancing this other story, which I get. Um, but the match itself, I thought was fantastic. The timing and the pacing had me biting, man. Like I was biting at some near falls here that were super, super fun. Santos Escobar is unbelievable. Rey Mysterio being this good at his age is absurd. Yeah. Um, it's it was such a blast. I love the gear tonight too. Those vibrant colors, like so much fun. But just the emotional investment that got me on something that didn't have a ton of it initially, I thought was really really good. What did you think, Alex? I it, it I said the same thing. I I I didn't want them to win with any help, right? Because mm-hmm. they've just been, um, they haven't had the best of luck being on television. So just to have them kind of just win without having anyone with any funny business outside of them, but whatever, I'll take it. A, a win is a win. Um, I love that Santos is freaking showing off right now. He's in front of millions of people doing his thing. And if we are, as fans, we are smart enough and as journalists, fan enough to, you know, big enough to understand who this person is and how good he is. I'm hoping the people that work there understand that this man could elevate your company and bring in a lot of eyes. And Nick Khan mentioned it. They're going after the Latino community. My man, Ray is past his years. Let's elevate this man. Because what I saw tonight was incredible. And listen, not not to take anything away from Ray. Ray's Ray's a legend. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's, he's, he's in his 50s, right? He's yeah, like 25 in my mind. He's never really aged. He's doing crazy stuff in the yeah. ring. Um, but Santos but, is in his prime, for sure. Oh, like, God, this yeah, is, dude, um, yeah, yeah. They have Good, something it, in him, and to your point, I hope they recognize it, because I feel the same way about Mustafa Ali and LA Knight yeah. and all of these guys. But um, it does feel like with the screen time he's getting and the push that the LWO seems to be getting in general, hopefully. Yeah. They do recognize something there. I'm kind of bummed them and Imperium are on the same program because I want them to have a feud as as units. But the fact that you can do LWO versus the Bloodline while it's in dissension is a great way to get the LWO some wins. Um, 
while not necessarily harming the bloodline because they're they're kind of on their way. And great match, by the way. The Usos right now are playing this this dramatic turn of events that's happening in their lives right now, and I'm I'm bought in. I'm seeing the you know the the crack in the armor. So I'm mm -hmm. really excited to see what's happening there. So, hey, man, mi gente Latina, we won one. Let's go. There you go. There you go. Well, this match was for me, but sometimes there were things on the show that didn't make me so excited. There were things on the show that fell kind of flat to me. Okay, there were a little, uh, a little limp. There were some matches, especially the women's matches, that could have lasted a little longer. Wow. I think maybe on the blue brand, they might have forgotten to take their own blue brand. You know what I mean? If you're watching this, you have probably considered becoming a pro wrestler at some point. Well, let me tell you, I got your gimmick and I got your gimmick. Here's your gimmick name. Rock hard, Eric Shins. And your gimmick is Blue Chew and the Code Fightful. Same approved ingredients as uh, Viagra and Cialis, but you don't want those. You don't want those. You want Blue Chew. It's a chewable, gets into your system a lot faster. It's ready when you are or when you're not. Maybe you need that motivation. Maybe you need that step up in performance. Or maybe you just want a little bit of additional confidence. Take an online uh, questionnaire with a physician, and when approved, it arrives straight to your door. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping because that first shipment is free when you use the code Fightful. Mailman's not going to know what's up. Uh, the, the, the nosy Nellies around your neighborhood aren't going to know what's up. But let me tell you, that special someone's going to know what's up. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. Those I'm changing, legally years. changing my name to Rock Hard tonight. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trademarking that ASAP, by the way. so I adore those ads because Sean forgot to switch his mic. It just makes me laugh because he always gives me crap about I just setup. always feel a little attacked when I'm on the show with Kate. The way she kind of looks into my eyes and <laughs> delivers these promos. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, see, there it is. I'm like, well... Maybe I do feel a little flaccid. I don't know what's going on today. <laughs> Guys, sorry, I have to fix my charger real quick. It was It's acting up a little bit. But while I do that, Alex, I will throw this over to you because we got a super chat from Dennis Diaz. Thank you so much for supporting. Saying, do you enjoy AEW or WWE more for a weekly show right now? Right now, as a weekly show, I'm, I'm enjoying AEW for the reason being that it's geared towards my age. So there's a lot more stuff going on in that program that's I can wrap my hand around my head around. Um not saying that WWE doesn't have that. WWE has had, I mean, for the last couple of, of months has had a, an incredible storyline with the bloodline. I've been all in on that. But outside of that storyline, the smaller beat stories haven't really panned out as much and as well as that one has. Um now, AEW has its faults with sometimes just <laughs> dropping storylines or whatever the case may be a lot of the time, actually. But I'm still in that party vibe when I turn it on every Wednesday. It's like, oh, my God, like the people are crazy. The matches are really good. The workers are doing their thing. And I think Kate has mentioned this before as when we first started the show together was the fact that they were missing. There was like plot holes in stories and things were missing. But they've kind of gotten it together as of late with that stuff. Eh. Not a, right, not as much, but they, they, but 
but I like what they've been doing with the trios. The trios I've been kicking ass as of late. All the yeah. trios matches. That was dead before in the water. And all of a sudden, it just picked up and took off. The women um, have also picked up. I mean, the women have okay. really picked up big time. Big so time. Um, I'm invested. So long story short, I apologize for the long winded. I was just waiting, making sure you Hi. you plugged in whatever you're plugging in. Um, uh, AEW, but it's it's by a slight margin, slight slight margin. Um, WC WCW, yeah, <laughs> WWE, <laughs> yeah, WWE could always flip it on and be like crazy but they just haven't yet i think they're holding themselves back because of this merger and television deals coming along we'll see what happens here in the next couple months with them my answer is roh (laughs) yes roh is my favorite weekly program when it's in the studio probably most weeks however between AEW and WWE, it, it does kind of depend on the week, but I do lean more AEW of late. Just I feel like this elite Blackpool Combat Club story is so oh interesting. My God. Yeah. Um, there are some things I would like to see them clean up. I feel like Swerve and Keith Lee, they really botched. Um, Jade Cargill has not. She's kind of just eaten through everyone, man. They gotta they gotta figure out what to do with her. We're about to talk about what happened on with her on Rampage tonight. I love what they're doing with the four pillar story. And I just yes. think it's a unique way to formulate a story. So I don't know there for me just feels like a little bit more creative risk and things that I'm connected to um, match quality wise. When given the time, I think both, both companies are killing it with like what we saw in tonight's main event. I thought was great. What we see um, like, Hey, opening the show was Claudio and Ray Phoenix. It's just like, I'm sorry, what? Like, just insane. So from a wrestling perspective, when when given the appropriate time, I think we are in a true, true golden era of wrestling. Um, But, like, it kind of changes every week, I would say, AEW more consistently. But, man, my favorite match of this entire week was Zack Sabre Jr. and AR Fox on Ring of Honor. Like, it's not even on TV, so... Um, I just I love wrestling, but but to answer the question, right now I would say AEW is probably edging out for me because of that top story. But speaking of the Blackpool Combat Club, they open our show tonight against the best amigos. Uh, the best amigos, of course, being the best friends and <laughs> Roosh and Buddy. Thanks for clearing I, that up for me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Your Spanish I, is impeccable. I love uh, it. Gosh, well, can't you tell? <laughs> Dude, I'm totally learning so much from me. I bueno just like on, on Duolingo. I learned so many <laughs> phrases. She said Duolingo. <laughs> uh, this match was was short and predictable, but super fun. That's kind of how Rampage tends to be these days and how it's going to continue. Um, winning, we get a Death Rider and Claudio throwing people into the splash for three. This match was really fun. Bandito is awesome, Jesus. man. Like, just always coming in so hot with his top rope dive on Claudio. The sequence where he took the pop-up power bomb and turned it into like a springboard Rana yeah. pin attack. Nuts. Nuts. I think he is probably we got asked this question on the Ring of Honor post show. Um, who do you think is the first lucha with all of these this incredible lucha talent that's happening right now to be a champion? I I would put money on Roosh probably being that first guy because yeah. it's just it's incredible. We'll see what happens in the Andrade return. I feel like he could very easily slip into that slot, but 
a very, very fun match. I'm going to give you the post-match vignette that we get here and then throw it over to you to talk about it. But we get a vignette from Kyle Fletcher, who is a 24-year-old, in my opinion, every time I see him more, becoming a phenom right in front of our eyes. His attack of Orange Cassidy is included in this, and he points out his own accolades and says, why not add the international championship to it? Kyle Fletcher, one half of the IWGP tag champions. They've got more gold over there. They're kind of on this belt collecting spree. I think we are leading to them in FTR for a match, mm. maybe with the Lucha Brothers thrown in there with their ROH titles. That would be really fun at Forbidden Door. Um, Kyle Fletcher is unbelievable. Now, Aussie Open in general is fantastic, but... I cannot get over how many wrestlers in their young 20s and sometimes teens are doing like just phenomenal wrestling work right now. I would be remiss if I didn't say Kyle Fletcher is like in that same conversation as the MJFs of the world at this age. He gets tag wrestling in a different way. I would say there are some wrestlers that when you see them live, you just connect to them on a different level. Aussie Open, definitely one of those when I went sure. to New Japan. I cannot wait to see what he and Orange Cassidy put together. I'm so excited, but keep an eye out on this kid. You're going to be talking about him for decades, I promise you. What did you think of our super fun opening match, in my opinion, tonight? And what are your thoughts on this vignette and Kyle Fletcher? Hard-hitting, hard-hitting, hard-hitting. Like, you know, so this is, it's common nature now that if you're going to go and be on television against the BCC, you are going to have a fight. I don't care how you look at it. Um, and I think that they, and by they, I mean Trent, Chuck, and Dito, they, they, they matched intensity. So that's why the match was actually pretty damn good. As for Kyle Fletcher, here's what I got to say. The world of professional wrestling, wrestling is very big. And I feel that AEW has done an incredible job of bringing these people from other companies, showcasing them in a way that you can actually know who they are and look into these characters and feel something for them, just like you did. And I, as a casual fan who was just watching from the outside and not really big into New Japan Pro Wrestling or anything like that, you know, I bought in and I started watching things and I started looking people up and watching matches and what, you know, just going down that deep dive. And this is why it's so important. And I want to say this to the guy, to everyone here on the, on the chat, it's very important to have a, a viable competitor or company alongside another one, right? Cause Pepsi wouldn't exist as well as it is if it wasn't for Coke, Especially so on and so Pepsi. on. It's super. I still have, mountains of clear pepsi out in my shed in the backyard <laughs> here in the backwoods of north carolina so um i feel like what they are doing the forbidden door stuff like kyle fletcher's insane and the yeah. fact that we are getting to see him on free tv just putting himself out there you know bringing in these promos and letting you know he's coming like you gotta like read up and, and educate yourself a little bit on these characters but why not why not? Because well, thank God we got a vignette here because we all know the scandal that took place with yeah. Mike Kingo. <laughs> um, so Josh, I just want to say when they first were on my screen too, I was like, oh, they're pretty cool. And then I was like, oh wow, they're really good in the ring. 
I kind of, the more I've gotten to get into them, they're now like one of my favorite tags. Yes, yes, so, same. So they might be a bit of a slower burn, but keep an open mind with them. I would encourage you because um, it's just once you, for me, it was they had a match on ROH and they were talking to Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel and they were like, man, you guys, Kyle Fletcher was just, gave this really great promo that was like, you guys were just one of the best tag teams that's ever been at Ring of Honor. When I was 12, like, or whatever, it was so he, his delivery with it and everything he worked out, like the more I've gotten to know them, the, the better. So, um, and they've been around for a while. Presentations also translate differently to different shows. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with new Japan. Like you saw how Shinsuke was presented when he faced Muda versus how he is WWE. So give give a little breathing room to to how people show up on your screen too. I, just in general, I, I would say and encourage. But I'm glad that you're in on Kyle Fletcher too because I just I love him. I, I yeah. think you've got a lot to look forward to with this guy. Um one thing that I'm not like looking forward to but had a positive outcome in the end is just the lather, rinse, repeat nature of the booking of Jade Cargo. You built up so much stock in her, and it feels like she's ice cold. Not any fault of her own, but it's they haven't had anything for her to do but smoosh people for, like, months at this point. We do get a development with Taya Valkyrie here, which I'm very excited about. Um, but before that, I actually thought this was a pretty innovative way to have some squash matches and make them feel kind of important. Jade Cargill holds an open challenge and we get Jade versus Danny B. This is a, a squash to nobody's surprise. She tells Danny B to get up after knocking her down and pump kicks her for a three count. Then genocide, not Genesis as Chris Jericho accidentally called her on commentary. And as a couple of news outlet picks her up as, which I thought was funny, genocide. She's great. So she deserves to have her name clarified. I'll just put it that way. Uh, they lock up and she's, um, She's a, a lot stronger. Like she's she's more in Jade Cargill's world as far as strength. So an effective way to have this happen. But uh, she sends her hard into the ropes and spears her. Jade, it's over. Um, the next person to answer the open challenge because what I liked here was like keep feeding them, keep feeding them, keep feeding them. Ty Valkyrie comes out and she hits the Valhalla on Jade, and they set that up as our double or nothing card. Um, I wish this was featured on AEW Dynamite a little bit more than it has been because she was brought in to feel like a big deal as a Canadian talent. And she's been not only relegated to Rampage, but at Rampage where it's like, we're on at midnight on Saturday and the next week we're on at 3 p.m. on Friday. And who knows, maybe we'll do a noon Sunday show. Like, this is not a great way to showcase an undefeated multi-year women's champion it does feel like we're just stalling until maybe Chris Datlander comes back. I would love to see if Chris isn't going to be ready for a bit. Athena thrown into the mix. Her ROA train has been incredible. She deserves it. Maybe revisiting the feud with Willow. But what were your thoughts on tonight? And what do you think about this for um, the pay-per-view as well? Uh, d- I mean, do we finally see the the title moving moving hands here? Like, is this is this finally it? Like... This is her first real contender that she's had. Not, not saying that, you know, she hasn't, but, but you know, they put no, a lot she of... she doesn't em- have the baddies protecting her anymore outside of Layla Gray. Like, this is the most vulnerable she's been, right. I feel like. Yeah, so you have, you have, this is, this is it now. Um, do, do we pull the trigger? 
uh or do we do we have her beat tyra and then have statlander maybe move in and finally you know That's like what it feels like it feels like statlander or she's on if, the if AW they have poster isn't maybe. she oh i don't know i didn't see that actually so i, I hope mean, so I think so she was it, supposed to come back in the summer, so it feels like maybe they're getting close. So if that's what they're waiting for, cool. Because Collision is going to be a big show on Saturday nights for them. Uh, you're going to be able to showcase a lot of people. You're yeah, finally going to be I'm able to hoping, pull up. You know? I'm hoping the women get some more screen time out of that. The The thing that's kind of a bummer here is, credit to Alex Pulaski, who was on before, um, they had a really cool opportunity. They've had several opportunities to have her drop because <clears> it, it feels like it's becoming more of a noose around her neck as a performer because she can't move on to anything then um you know productive in her title reign anymore if we are stalling alex pulaski had this great idea of doing a situation where she drops to tony storm or ruby soho or someone in the bad girls group because then she has an impetus to be in the day one side the good girl side of what feels like it's going to be the blood and guts match and realistically if you are the good girl side, how the hell are you not asking for an undefeated multi-year champion that looks like Jade freaking Cargill in your blood and guts match? Like they yeah. haven't even justified that by doing a segment here. So um, I feel like that would have been really cool because then you have a pissed off Jade Cargill in a blood and guts match. Like I am so in on that idea. Just feels like they're kind of fumbling here, but I'm glad this has at least been a story because it's been a long time since we had those. I do feel like at this point they've waited so long. It's probably Statlanders on return, which I think will be a very healthy thing because I think that title should probably be like your women's workhorse title. And I think that is probably Chris Statlanders MO a little bit. So I think that'll be good. Yeah. I I hope that they finally do some meaningful events, fights, storylines for Jade. Agreed agreed guys we're about halfway through rampage please get in your super chats and humper chats as we come down the home stretch we've got the acclaimed the philly gun and the varsity athletes they're settling into this trio things i have mixed feelings on it but bowens goes for the arrival and nice counters with a really big strike towards the end of this match i love this uh bowens fighting back and lays him out tags and caster and they finish nice off here I really like the varsity athletes a lot. Um, one thing that's been frustrating as an ROH stand is the <laughs> lack of clarity in the rosters and the varsity athletes were kind of being positioned to be really good. Um, yeah. Like as a stronghold there, I hope they still are, but it's like, man, every time I get invested in someone, they show about a different brand under this entity a little bit. So that is kind of a bummer. I, I love Tony knees. I love Josh Woods. Uh, but this match was perfectly fine and was fun. I know you love the acclaimed, so I, I love the acclaim. Yeah, so <clears throat> I mean, gosh, you guys can scissor me anytime. I just love them. Oh, thank you. Oh, we're wrong way, Wait, damn it. I know it's so. How do I not know weird. my own scissoring ways? That's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I let down Bowens. I'm sorry. Um, so. This tri- yeah, it's funny this trios thing, right? Like, where are they sticking with it? Um, is this? I mean, Billy Gunn. Another one. You had the hottest tag team in the world, and yeah, you just followed and it up they with, fizzled it. Yeah, they've got uh, Jeff Jarrett with four title defenses 
in four months or since January, in five months. The acclaimed should still be tag team champions, I think, and they should have rode this to uh, Wembley or whatever they whatever they wanted to do. Um, even double or nothing later on, like just give it to them. Like how, they should have just they they were piling on great wins. They were looked like they had some great stories that they were gonna move forward with, and it just <laughs> it just ended. And it pissed me off. But anyway, back to this match. Give it to the guns to give it to FTR. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, The match, I thought it was pretty good. Billy Gunn is doing the best work, I think, in a long time. He looks good out there. I don't know why. I don't know if he's rejuvenated with these boys. He's just being used a little better, I think. Like, this is all the complaints I have about Jeff Jarrett. Look, it's not my favorite thing in the world because I have no attachment to the era that Billy Gunn came from. So this isn't like, I'm not like, oh man, I need more Billy Gunn on my television. But he's him and Sting, I feel like have been used a lot better than very Jeff yes. Has. Like yeah. those that's how you should probably be using legends. So even if I don't have a nostalgia pop for them, I can recognize that other people do in that way. Yeah, so and makes I th- sense. And it, and and having Billy Gunn attached to them too, like it's really the stock for for uh Max and and and, them, and whatever have gone up. Bowens have just massively gone up because I don't care what anyone says. Like Billy Gunn's a name that you, we know since we were kids and you bring him into the fold and you're right. Someone like even staying with Darby, you know, like you you've paired these legends in a way that has actually helped elevate these guys a little bit. Um I don't I hope they don't keep them as a trio. I hope that they this is just like, you know, a little bit of a thing where Billy Gunn does not need to be wrestling in my opinion. I mean, them versus House of Black could be like a very fun thing because they're so different, but it's also a little bit risky because they're so different. Yeah. And I don't know if you want either team losing in that scenario. So right. we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I think they, they're trying to balance their tag and trios division for sure. I see that. I see that now more than ever. The trio, they're, they're really pushing trios, which is cool because now you're going to you're putting the trios on the collision show, you know? Sure. You also have the best friends who are a trio, though. You know what I mean? Like, and like because Orange Cassidy has his title reign, are you not going to make them a trio? Like, there is some ambiguity there, but it's it's ambiguity I have patience for when you're I've, I've, I've three always rosters been, and two divisions or whatever. Been always been a big fan of threesome. So, like, let's just keep them coming. Of course, yeah. I mean, we've got enough clavicle, clavicle to go around. Why wouldn't you? I got a show some tonight before we leave. <laughs> We're moving on to QTV. Uh, this is another thing that has been so confusing to me. After all of the anticipation of the book of Hobbes, this pivot to QTV and Hobbes getting this cup of coffee of a title reign and nothing to really follow it up. But I know. I love QTV, though. I'm one of those people who adores this. Uh, Solo uh, gets asked if he attacks Matt Hardy, but says he isn't trying to get deleted, which I appreciate. <laughs> QT Marshall says he that they're signed up for the international battle royal um but not cameron which i think was important to clarify he praises hobbs for being a part of collision they talk about the guys hobbs can take out and marshall says that on june 17th the real story begins this has just been like one of the most start and stop dudes out of the gate i feel bad there's such a uh incredible amount of momentum behind it and then they had him drop the title back to Wardlow and didn't really do anything um 
we also get a promo from Ethan Page that really, really strongly laid out kind of everything that we've been building for to this point. Page says that Cassidy will never moan again after they see them at double or nothing. So we set up My God. this match, which I thought was really, really well done. Ethan Page is definitely someone who they need to feature now that they're going to have more of this breathing room on collision. Like yeah. that dude deserves to be positioned as a star because damn it, if he isn't one, uh, and then I'll give you one more quick promo and I will give, get your thoughts on QTV page and Cassidy and this, uh, Adam Cole and Jericho have a little bit of a, a back and forth here. Cole, appears from a, a location all right and says that every time that jericho leaves the arena he's going to beat jericho's ass <laughs> jericho says that he's basically not a man of his word because what he did with the roddy strong match showing up but he wasn't in the building he was outside the building so it's all fair rules he said he didn't have the jericho appreciation society alongside so he is a man of his word we are going to get a false count anywhere between these two at the pay-per-view the card's shaping up a lot on this rampage that's yeah. kind of a throwaway time slot, which is a little bit odd, but nice to see some matches forming. What were your QTV, Ethan Page and Cassidy, and Nicole and Jericho thoughts on what we set up here? I don't know why I'm into QTV, but I look forward I to it. it. I, I don't know whatever they Yeah, whatever <laughs> they do, I'm I'm behind it. Um the whole thing with with Hobbs, you know how much I love Powerhouse. He is yeah. You know, he is daddy to me. I don't understand why they took his title away. I felt like he, the title made, and I was talking to Freddie about this, and Freddie said he's just, he's very, he's very young still. Sure. Um, in, in the world of wrestling, he's still green, kind of like, sort of, you know? So, like, Freddie made a couple good points to me about, about him and about, like, his situation and, like, where he could be in the next couple of months. So I kind of just leaned back sure. and said, all right, fine, I'll let it be. Plus, the QTV stuff always is, is you know, it, ma it makes me crack up. Um, but when you have this presentation around him, like, yeah. you could say the same thing about Jaden. She's had a wildly productive title, right? Yeah. Like she feels like a top star, and she has been doing this for an even shorter time than Hobbs. So I yeah. think it's more that you set up all of the these vignettes, and you gave him a title, and then you just... Yeah, you kind of just, off, yeah, right? yeah. So, yeah. The, you know, and it, and it felt... It, it felt like it ended too quick, like something just that it didn't make sense. I no, wanted more. I wanted more of Hobbs on TV more. He didn't really, really defend it. We, you know, like, especially since we only get four pay-per-views, I would have loved to see him more on pay-per-views, like beating people up until they finally got to the point where, like, he had to lose it at their big show, wherever that would be, you know. Um, and as far as Jericho, what more can you say, man? Like, he is making making way with these fights as he's having along the way with all whether it's a new wrestler that's coming into the scene whether it was orange cassidy before with the orange punch match whatever that was the orange juice match and now going one-on-one -on -one with someone like um you know adam cole who does he need this match with jericho no but am i down to watch it hell yeah like, I want to see what kind of shenanigans he's going to pull off in this unsanctioned match. And by him, I mean Jericho to try to get over Adam Cole. And Fingers if crossed and if Kyle certain Eddie. people. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, if certain he's people, ready, my heart, Ugh. if certain people start showing up in this match, 
where you have Adam Cole in a corner and out of nowhere these guys go come back together you know what i'm saying hell even mm-hmm. bring back bobby fish for a night bring them all back right <laughs> i mean where's for, the lie alex but for, i do gotta a, you know i i really love kylo riley like yeah I, that's um, what i think it's i mean if yeah. do you think that it will it'll happen do, i i honestly feel i honestly feel like the place would go ape shit if he he and if kyle o'reilly came back yeah yeah with while roddy is strong and yeah and adam cole are there i i it just depends because i think he had spinal fusion surgery which is a lot he also doesn't have to be like full-on in ring cleared so i it just depends on how close he is because i don't think you want him to return if he's not close to being cleared i don't think he needs to be cleared but i think he needs to be could he throw a chair at somebody yeah, exactly. That's just, all I want to do. Just a neutralizer for the rest of the JAS, I think, could be really fun. Yes, yeah. Um, I just, I love KOR. Like, I, I'm such a fan of his work. And it just breaks my heart because right before he got injured, I feel like people were starting to see what I felt like I'd been seeing for years. He had, like, three matches in a row that people were like, holy crap, this guy's amazing. Yeah. Um, I just, I, oh, I love the dude so much. Um. But I'm also intrigued because the Jericho Appreciation Society wasn't there. But I'm wondering if it, we're also getting a split with the JAS. Like, it doesn't seem like they're as much of a unit as they've been. I'm kind of over it. I would like for people to move on from it. I feel like Daniel Garcia is being held by back by this. Sable Guevara feels very lost to me, which is unfortunate. But I think him always being a, a Jericho lackey has created a creative crutch for them. And they need to do a, a better job by Sammy and figuring that out. Um, and 2.0, I mean, what can you even say? Those guys, you can put them anywhere. You're going to have yeah. a good time. So I know. Yeah. Um, I, I really, really, um, I, I think it would be a healthy decision for them to, to move on from it and start to splinter that out. I think it could be fun. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think, you know, just it's an unsanctioned match, which, you know, stuff is going to happen now. You're just waiting to see what it is that's going to happen. You know, that's right. That is right. So we get this Y2J and Adam Cole baby bro. Uh, and we move to our main event. We've got Dustin and Khan and the Mogul Embassy attacking everyone after. Chaos, I tell you, but a fun match, man. Khan is a force to be reckoned with. And Dustin. He's insane. He's retiring on his own terms like this guy could still go it's kind yeah. of ridiculous this ends with con charging dustin but we get a bulldog from Rhodes. we get some blood in this it is a hard-hitting one it is a fun one um and we get some shenanigans after the final reckoning that ends this the embassy sets lee keith lee on the chair there's a lot of lees running around lee moriarty we got a lot of people but the embassy setting keith lee on a chair and swerve goes up top Double stomps to CD Keith Lee, sends him to the mat. Brian Cage has Rhodes and a Campbell clutch. The embassy posing over both of them. This is so much fun. I think we're finally getting to the blow off that I've been asking for for months between Keith Lee and Swerve. The Mogul Embassy doing so much more to me, for me than the mogul affiliates this has been so much better for Agreed. swerve if he is gonna have lackeys and this has been such a great natural step for what we got from brian cage and the rest of the mogul embassy love me some prince nada but they were doing some really fun work on roh 
it just feels so, everything feels cooler when Swerve is involved. Everything, everything in the world feels cool when Swerve is involved. But this feels like a better pairing for the henchmen, for um, the leader of this this group. Let's get to this blow off. I'm excited. This is the most streamlined Brian Cage has felt in a very very long time. It feels yeah. like a perfect role for him. Swerve is just so damn cool all the time. This is the chaos that I need at like 6.30 or whatever the hell it was, 7 o'clock <laughs> on the Friday night. What were your thoughts on the main event match and on the shenanigans that we got after? I put this on the Twitter. I I, I really am enjoying this, this swerve moment right now. He just, the way he comes out, his music, he is oh. a huge star. He's him, man. He's um, him. Rampage is his show. I'm sorry. Because whenever he's on it, you, I'm I'm focused on what he's gonna do next. Um, I love the 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 way he just kind of just that slow methodical movement towards what he wants to do and how he's gonna so do it. Dastardly. He's just That's like so cool. Yeah. Like like oh, he looks like somebody in real life that you meet that will break you. I'm yeah. sorry. Like you cross the wrong neighborhood, you pass the wrong alley. Or you decide to step on someone's sneaker the wrong way by mistake, you're gonna get your ass beat. <laughs> be I grew, ass, I, yeah. I grew up in 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 areas like that as a kid, so I remember. And when I look at him, I'm like, he's a badass. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So now the other thing with Dustin is like I was saying before, I would have loved for him to kind of retire and and really educate and be part of AEW. Um, I hope that he sticks around. He might go with his brother. Who knows? I know that once he's finally retired, WWE's going to definitely take the chance to put him in. You know, um, well deserved. But you know, he's a big part of what's going on at the Nightmare Factory, though. They would have to do some work to get him away because he's he's very involved in that. He's very involved with the women's division in AEW. I know that's. I just so. I just hope, and I know that you know minds could get changed. I really want to see him take AEW under his wing. Because yeah. I feel like with this knowledge, and can I ask you a question? When we were growing up, our older generation wrestlers did not look like this generation's wrestlers that we're seeing that we grew up with watching that when they were in their twenties and thirties, right? Well, yeah. Congratulations to Dustin Rhodes today, by the way, who I think said he's fifteen years yeah. sober. That will help you from looking like a lot of the older guys that are no, generation. Yeah. So there are a lot of people because the okay. older dudes. Yeah, if you look at if you look at a uh, demolition, if you look at uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine, all those guys that we go except for Hulk. Hulk always just looked great, you know, body wise, um, but. You, you, these guys are in incredible shape. They're doing so many great things. And never once does it cross my mind. Oh, can we get this guy off TV? I mean, like, can we just like. No, he's not overstaying his welcome. Never. At all. Yeah, yeah. Never. I, th I think there's just so much more awareness about it, too. Like that there's there's such an emphasis on physical health and the toll that things take on wrestlers bodies now which thank goodness because they say that every time we go through the mat is like a car accident it's a very yeah very yeah. very intense physical experience so i it is very nice to see like he's busted open he's, he's doing yeah. his thing like he oh man he's just killing it i grew up watching him on wcw with his dad you know like that's what i remember like having that that uh 18 wheeler match where he would they were fighting in the back of an 18 wheeler an open cage back there you know through the through the highways like i want to see him take the reins in aew and run with it speaking of these older generation guys sting at the pay-per-view please love kate and alex you know what i think he might not be because it feels like so much of this pillar story is about 
who getting away from their mentors and standing on their own. He's, and I, he, I don't hate it. And he's taking a step back. He's yeah. definitely taking a step back and letting Darby breathe and not kind of be like, you know, he ha- where he would have to be there. He doesn't have to be there. And I feel like they had the vignettes where everybody had their mentor, right? Except MJF because nobody likes him because he's mean all the time. <laughs> but you had Jungle Boy. You had Christian Cage saying, like, you know, we're on different sides of the coin, but I can't deny his talent. You had Jericho speaking about Sammy Guevara, and you had Sting speaking about Darby. And then I think that's that was set up to be like, okay, now they're their own pillars. Like, we, we did our tutelage. I think part of the story and an integral part of the story is that they don't need to be there. I always pop for Sting. I yeah. didn't watch wrestling as a kid, so the fact that I get to see him live How is something that's really, you. really special. Um, I can't believe I get to in some ways. It's pretty wild. Also, by the way, just the fact that you'll you'll be able to see AEW Collision at the Prudential in June if, if you're going. I am. I'm so it. damn jealous of you right now, and I'm hoping that with the inclusion of this show, you know, they spread out more off more. I know they like going to Charlotte and stuff. Sure, like that. Yeah. I want them to come more East Coast out here to like Raleigh. You know, they have a huge I mean, the Hurricanes play here and it's freaking well, 16,000 people packed. That's you know? hopefully what Jeff Jarrett will be working on moving forward. I love Jeff. <laughs> Dennis, he is saying, do you think OC will lose his belt to double or nothing? I do. I do. I think that's going to go to Miro. Mm-hmm. Maybe Andrade, someone on the collision side that's been announced as a staple, I think would be a really good call for that. Um, I think that brings us to the end of our show. It was nice to get to talk about Rampage. It's been a minute. Look at this. What a great show we had tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Guys, thank you guys so much for the support. We appreciate it, guys. Uh we had so much fun tonight. We appreciate you. Stay in tune with FIFA Select. Head over there to find out more about all of the latest and greatest breaking scoops. You get 40 bonus shows a month over there as well. Yeah. You get Sean's Q&A. You get me and Pulowski doing pay-per-view post shows. A lot happening. But Alex Cardoza, who fills in for me when I'm elsewhere, oftentimes now it seems like you're you're the go-to person for Joel and Pulowski. <sighs> spreading some wings over here but where else can the people find you well you could always find me on only fame i mean uh on yes on instagram uh at alexis cardoza and uh, you see here on my lower third here on the twitter machine at uh underscore alexis cardoza as well like just find me talk to me let's talk wrestling i hate everything in life right now that has to do with with how mean everyone is to with each other and i feel like when it comes to wrestling comic books movies and stuff i just i want to that's the part of my life that i want to be at now you know that's a shame because i hate you so <gasps> clavicles <laughs> oh no it's your superpower oh god uh, i showed both of them sean like will never have me back here tonight oh please. it is it is sean spoke to join on air before he didn't <gasps> look the reefer I'm at Miss Kate, babe. You can find me there on Twitter and on TikTok. Kate's on Instagram. Having some more fun on the old content creation side of things Word. of late. But you can also catch me Wednesdays at the Mark Order Pod, talking all things all elite. I'm on Fightful Select, Mondays, first hour graps. I am on the main channel here at Fightful. 
Tuesdays and Thursdays for NXT Sour Graps at ROH, where I'm very sweet on the product. And Fridays, as always, right here doing the AEW Rampage and SmackDown post show. Thank you guys so much. Have a safe and wonderful weekend. We're out of here. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.